Well, now Bane is dying over there. <laughs> Bane is totally dying. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Society Clubhouse in North Hollywood, California, in front of Mark. Mark! I'm Hello, Mark! <laughs> I'm Cappy. I'm Abyss. And I am Count Boogie. And this is exciting show number 41, and I know because it says it right there on the board in Abyss's lovely handwriting. Hey, hey, Bane. Fuck you. Why are you calling her that? <laughs> is look- he, he's trying to use a... <laughs> she looks like... Oh. I don't look like Bane. Who's Bane? Totally he's like- from Batman. It's it's a... Oh, yeah. the guy well, with the mask. she's got a surgical mask on. I'm don't. trying to be nice to she's everyone She's actually being room. nice to you. You shouldn't be making fun of her. Bane, why are you wearing a surgical mask during the show? But I mean, it's sexy. I am have- sick. <laughs> I have a cold. Poor Abyss. That is so... (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. This is going to suck. And my poor pathetic little like... (laughs) (laughs) I like the little cough though. No, Abyss is sick and I'll be taking care of her tomorrow making her little soups. (laughs) I was like taking care of her. (laughs) I'll take care of her tomorrow. Boogie takes care of people? Yeah, actually. I do. He does. I put her in Mark makes a mean matzo ball. Oh, that's so nice. Mark, who is now, of course, tonight our moderator in the uh, Perverted Podcast chat room at tinychat.com slash pervertedpodcast. We have, uh, how many do we have? Five? We have five people other than Mark and Kathy um, in the (laughs) chat room, and uh, they're just kind of going at it live and uh, (laughs) what? I have we're the good. sense of humor of a 12-year-old, so if I you laugh... You said we're <laughs> going at it. <laughs> yes, in the chat room, you are virtually fucking each other. Well, no, it's very exciting. Uh, well, I can't get... I've just been logged out, so I'm not happy. It just kicked me out. Oh. <laughs> you're tiny. You know who else you're not tiny chat enough. Yeah, I'm not you know tiny chat material. <laughs> you know who's also not happy? Who? The mom that Boogie pissed off. <gasps> I would like to hear about that. You guys have no. This is this is a Mark and I story. This was actually awesome. Mm. You guys may not appreciate the humor, but all the moms out there will appreciate the humor. I doubt it. So mm. Mark and I are in uh you know in a store like Target or whatever. I don't know. They only they only have them out here. So um, we're in this store called Target. It's like a big giant store. It sells all sorts of crap, and. Uh, and so, of course, Mark is kind of tiny, so she's like, eh? You know, she wants to get in the basket, and then I push her around. That's like her jam, right? <laughs> 21 years old, she's uh, she's got a ride in the basket. And, of course, I'm like, sure, that sounds awesome. <laughs> so she crawls in the basket, and she's sitting in the basket. She's like, hee, and I'm pushing her around, and we're joking, and right, you know. And, uh, and like, there was one creeper guy that, like, looks down at her, and he's like, <laughs> like, like trying to be like, oh, that's cool, but he was doing it in, like, a creepy way, like, uh, leering in. So I'm like, ah, steer away from stranger danger. <laughs> so we're having a fun time and getting, you know, all the supplies for Threshold and stuff. What and- supplies? Huh? What supplies? I haven't seen any supplies. What? Paper towels and plates and cups and all the crap that I have to get every week for Threshold. Sexy. So um, so we're coming down this one big aisle. Mm -mm. And coming down 
the other way is a mom pushing her little like three five year old whatever boy in the cart oh, no. and we're heading down towards each other and you can see the look on the mom's face that obviously maybe this child during the day has been maybe kind of shitty to her uh-uh. maybe there has been some sort of drama in the kid's life where everything is about him and he doesn't care so that he's his an average three-year-old mother <laughs> is ready to have a midlife crisis and the kid's like i don't care i hate you ah! so the kid's like triumphantly like fuck you i'm in the shopping cart and here I come pushing up 21-year-old Mark in the in the shopping cart. And uh, so the lady sees Mark in the, sh- in the shopping cart. And the kid looks like all insulted. Like, hey, you know, this is only for kids. <laughs> this is my jam. And the mom looks up at me and I just look at her and I go, they never grow out of it. <gasps> and instead of a laugh... This is where I knew she probably didn't have a good day with her child. She literally looked at me with hatred in her eyes and flipped her shopping cart down an aisle. And the kid's like, ah! <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> I... Yeah, actually, you know what? I think that would have been funny. If I were the mom, obviously she might have been having a shitty day, but that would have been funny to me. I think it's funny. Oh my God. They never grow out of it. I mean, you... I can't say and anything. you just saw the look on her face like, he'll grow out of it. You know what? I think that's funny because you have literally jumped into a cart and I've driven, I have pushed you around a store. Really? Yes. I do not remember that, but I would not doubt that. It was early in our relationship. <laughs> we've we've matured. I wouldn't so, go we've, that far. We've matured. I just now, don't go shopping then. with you so anymore. I just thought that was that funny. That was, and you know that what? Was, Paige, was Paige has a question for Abyss. Oh, okay. no. Uh, she wants to know, because you're nursing around The Walking Dead all the time, how frequently do you get sick? Not often, actually. Because this is rare. I don't often see you walking around with a mask. No, I, I'm being polite to everyone else. But no, I'm, I don't normally get sick. <laughs> cool. But I, you know what, Boogie? That was funny. I would have laughed. I wouldn't have. Uh, I'm not laughing now. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, you're just kind of a, like a little uptight, aren't you? <laughs> well, let's talk you know, about... You know, shit, maybe you shouldn't breed then. <laughs> well, let's talk about a fundraiser that we had recently at Threshold. What was the that? N- the NCSF? Mm-hmm. We did. We talked about... Okay, this, is, this isn't necessarily directly... Uh, towards perverted podcast listeners but uh, a few episodes ago we did a contest where like Abyss shot multiple people with Nerf and if she shot enough people in the tits or the junk um, we would donate some money to NCSF and then Kathy and of course Abyss being (laughs) the fucking Annie Oakley of Nerf guns um, raised 25 bucks and then she matched it with 25 blah 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 so um Kathy talked about the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom and that it's this incredible organization, whatever. And we had realized on the show that now Kathy and I are on the board at Threshold and we had realized, um, hey, are you dying? Oh, I'm sorry, Bane. We'll give a little cuddles to Bane later. I'm going to beat, like, seriously. <laughs> oh, bird. So sad. So, so NCSF, we had talked about it, and then we realized that for we used to do a yearly fundraiser for uh, NCSF every year at Threshold, and that we had stopped doing that a couple years ago. We don't know why. Yeah. And so Kathy and I, after the show, are like, why aren't we doing this? And the schedule on the calendar had an open uh, Friday, 
And so we went to the rest of the board and said, hey, let's, you know, let's do this. And so we did an NCS fundraiser. And uh, I don't know, I guess they helped promote it a little bit or something because a they... lot of new people showed up. Oh, my God. Like yeah. There was an amazing amount of just people that had never been to a I, dungeon before. I'd say about half of them had not just never been to Threshold, but never been to a, a kink event. So yeah. that's amazing. Crazy. That is wonderful. Yeah. And so it was you scratch my back, I scratch yours. It that's was great. it was. Yeah, it was absolutely great. And uh, at the end of the night, uh, after all the food and security and everything, uh, we're still able to cut a check to NCSF for over five. 500 bucks fabulous so that was uh thank you very much perverted podcast listeners you helped a great organization just by being talked about so so there i just say can i just say one thing what just another day on bad life with bondage kink and freaky sex that is freaky the type of things you see on bad life will leave you happy horny enlightened or possibly perplexed. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Kathy? Yes? Why did you just look butthurt? Because uh, Tiny Chat keeps logging me out, and so I can't see whatever Mark is telling me. Maybe you should um, stay in the chat room part, and maybe because It logs me out. I can't get in. Oh, I'm, my God. It says, logged out. You have been logged out. It says, you're a, it says, you're a bitch. We're not taking it. You're not getting in it. Also, I totally forgot one of the potato mayhems. What? What? How Mark and I totally primal grappled. Oh, that was that primal was awesome. Primal I think we should talk about this. This is our podcast. We can make our own fucking rules. We can just play the you jingle. Can, can, yeah, I the, 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 <laughs> can I reverse the link? You shall fall to me if next if next. Yeah, we're done. Go ahead. Tell us. So it was a lot of fun. Um... Uh, Boogie and Mark had done a very nice and very, it looked very intimate rope scene and they were kind enough to put me on the the sign in if I wanted, because I had done a fabulous blood play scene and they wanted if I wanted to be included, they they invited me in. So I came in and it started with Mark and I like kind of cuddling and it was nice. And then Mark tried to get me to kitty and then she learned I steal shit when I go kitty. Like all my rope? Yep. And then she got all sassy and like climbed up my back. It was gonna get bad. And then it went poorly. <laughs> it went sexy. And I mean, then it turned and then I body slammed her a couple times. And then she got all fierce and like I had to take off my boots. And then Boogie had to basically play referee and make sure that we didn't have any like internal struggles that we were. Kathy, like, it was the red room, and the yeah. red room is like three feet by. 32 inches it is a tiny room. it's a small room and there's a giant bed and a horse and you know the spanking horse and all sorts of benches and i'm just like sitting there literally hovering around these two on this mat that's like three by five and they're just like literally like we're gonna kill each other like there may have been some i feel like i feel like it was a good stress reliever mark do you agree Yep, she gives me a thumbs up. Um, she only got body slammed a couple times. <laughs> I got wounded more than them trying to get in between them yeah. and then head butting the tables. And then, yeah, he did get kicked in the nuts. When did this happen? This was uh, Sa- Saturday. Saturday. After yeah. I left, everything happens mm. after it was I hot. leave. So, so that was very good. Now Sorry, we're going to go. Santa. Just a no. <laughs> there. do that again. Now we go to Fat you Life. Like, I it's our my show. fucking jingles. Uh, all right. So our first post is from Kitty Klutz, which I love that name. I know. She's a Kitty Klutz. She wrote a text call. A post. A t- I can't even talk right now. I can't hate a body that loves me this much. Sounds like it's like an Elvis song. 
Is it because of the way I, I said it? I can't me this much. Peanut butter and banana. Mama oh, my God. Sorry. Okay. Go on. My body loves me. No. My mama loves me. Till I come in her hair. Oh. That's what I do. I'm the king. Loving my body. Stop right Okay, back to the post. Sorry. Thank you, Elvis. She says, I used to hate my body. But something happened that started turning my perceptions around. I became sexually active. I learned how sensitive my body is. I learned that it makes me feel incredible. Being touched, teased, caressed, groped, slapped, pinched, and beaten makes my body give me wonderful, pleasurable sensation. How could I hate something that makes me feel that good? Surely a body that gives me this much love deserves some in return from me. Aww. Isn't it great? I remember reading this and thinking to myself, as cliched as it fucking sounds, I really need to start loving my body back some more. Because the the absolute dichotomy that I glimpsed in this post of really how much I hate my body, because I do, versus how much pleasure, pleasure it gives me just blew my mind. I really don't like my body. I don't like the way it feels. I don't like the way it looks. I hate the way clothes drapes on it. Um, it's embarrassing everywhere I go. I have to make sure that I can fit wherever I'm going to be. It's I don't like my body. I hate it. And yet, in the last few years, it has been the channel through which I have experienced so much. And so even though uh, my body really hasn't given me the pleasure I've been seeking it myself, I, I find it hard to really logically understand why I could hate something so much that gives me this much happiness. It's like this is the vehicle. This is it, kids. This is the body you got. I mean, I, I uh, for some reason, did I read this post? Is this an old post that no, we thought no. we were going to do and no. we didn't do? Uh, this one has been sitting on the list for a while simply okay, okay. because so, so, it was okay. too similar to other Cause, posts. Because yeah. Abyss and I were talking about it. We're all, Have we already done this? I mean, it's a great topic. We can talk about this a hundred times. Um so it was very familiar, but I at first you're kind of like, it's like, oh, you know, okay, yay, body image. Obviously, on the podcast, we're going to be talking about this on a regular basis for the rest of the podcast. It's body image is a huge issue with so many people, especially in kink. <laughs> Where you're naked most of the and time. Yeah, and especially, you know, for people that do go public and are in a dungeon or whatever, body image is a huge uh, thing. And it's wonderful to see people get over that in the dungeon. But the reality is, is we still have that hatred um, for our bodies. At least some of us um, do. And I relate a lot to uh, to Kathy on that as always being someone that's always just despised my body, despising my penis and despising a lot of things that just don't, you know, do what I want them to do. But uh, for some reason, even though I had seen this this post for a long time, I finally thought about what the poster had said and and said, hey, this is really a point of view issue. This is really, the, what the poster's giving us is, a, is an opportunity for a different point of view. You can despise your body for all the things it doesn't do, but why not, but nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. We can hate ourselves, we can hate our bodies, we can tell the world how disgusting our bodies are and how, you know, we don't like this or that about our bodies, and nobody really gives a shit because they all have their own bodies and bullshit. The other option is, what if I just appreciate the stuff I've been able to do in my life because I have a body? 
not just the body that I want, but I have a body. And there's a lot of people that are missing limbs and their limbs don't work or their whole bodies don't work or they have different things that are degenerative and they can't perform. I have been able to do amazing things with this body. As much as I despise this body, I can still walk with this body. I can still climb a fence uh, awkwardly with this body. Um, I can still roller skate. I can still fuck with the help of Viagra. (laughs) I want a Viagra sponsorship, by the way. Um, So I kind of all of a sudden was like, I really, today really, I really thought this is an opportunity for a point of view. I can bitch about my body or, you know, I can, you know, I've lost 22 pounds in the last two, three months. Um, because I've been, you know, trying to be more sane with my whatever. But even still, that hatred is always going to be there. But what if I just appreciate the fact that look at all this amazing stuff this whole life in almost 48 years that I've been able to see this world and do things with this body. And that kind of it, it really does bring it home that I don't have to like my body. I don't have to be proud of, you know, the extra weight or, you know, the 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 problems with my dick getting hard or all that shit that I have to deal with. But I can appreciate just the amazing things to be able to walk down to the beach and be able to fucking kick some water. That's kind of cool. Am I getting too hippie here? No. Hmm. I mean, you're getting into a deeper understanding of this. Yeah, it's gratitude, right? I'm I'm grateful that I at least have use of my legs. Yeah. I'm grateful that my body, at least for all of its faults, allows me to live the life that that I, yeah, I totally We still it. do some kink. I just like the fact I can have orgasms. That's a big one. That's a big one. I don't know where my little clappy button is. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I mean, orgasms are something people should cheer about. You went, saying. you went all analog there. <laughs> I mean, you, you definitely like. I, I get where you guys are coming from, and it's. Uh, I read this post, and it was very much congratulations for her. You know, finding, finding peace in her skin and being happy there, and I, I, I can empathize, and I definitely uh, feel that it's something that uh, we all all humans have felt awkward or or ashamed or un, you know parts of their body that embarrass them or whatever it's pretty fucking normal but to have the ability to find joy in there and especially through sex i mean people have so much shame associated with sex i just have to say you're doing it wrong <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you. Sex is a wonderful thing. Orgasms are lovely. And <laughs> for most of us. A lack of This erection has been brought to you by <laughs> Viagra. <laughs> so that was a great post. Excellent. Thank you, Kitty Klutz. So <laughs> shall we go on? <laughs> I just like do you guys want to look at my awesome body? <laughs> we what? see your body all the time. Do you, Please. Do you see oh, that? I don't want to look at your belly button. See that? Look, Stop rubbing your belly. It's a slightly lighter belly. I kind of want to put my finger on your belly button. What's all the scratching on it? What? What are all those scars? Those the, scars? Who gave you scars? The hundreds of scars that are on my son. You know that I used to be a drunk cutter. No, I didn't. Well, that's a whole other topic yeah. to talk about. Well, speaking, talk speaking, about of, speaking of <laughs> hatred of your body. Speaking of some self-hatred. Well, yeah. you showed me your yeah, belly. You that, that, that was his self-hatred. That was my self-hatred that, I, that I've had to cut. Oh, yeah. I have uh, hundreds, never... hundreds of deep scars all over my body. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's like you're a different person now. Well, I guess Mark and I have seen him naked, so I guess... And I don't normally get, had some chance to get, get his used belly to flashed at me. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk Mark. about uh, we'll talk about that another time. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. all right. Let's all go right, on. Next topic. Next topic is by Morbus Gravis. It just sounds so grave and serious. Morbus Gravis. Morbus. Isn't, isn't that the the Star Wars robot general guy? Isn't it? No, no that's, that's Gravis. Gravis. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. This well, is Gravis. Could be pronounced <laughs> Gravis. What do I know? G R A V I S. Mm. I, I, this I guess I'm not that right, much wrote, of a fan. Let's just talk about his post, which is called Never Forget the Fun. Mm. He says, two months ago, I left FetLife and had pretty much left the scene. Hadn't played for months, had barely attended events, totally disillusioned. Kink had become a chore. A lot of talk about the community, but little evidence of community actually existing. Fuck this, I thought, and left. Life was too short for this shit. So what's led me tentatively back? In a word, Fun. Above all, kink is meant to be fun. Kink is meant to be enjoyable. When that ceases to be the case, then you may as well pack up and go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. All <laughs> <laughs> work, no play. It's, Sucks. I don't think there is anybody who has spent any length of time in the community who has not had to watch, be a part of, or endure drama, hatred, mm. clicks judgments shit that fucks up the whole all the fun that you're supposed to be having i get it we're we're people and, and that's what we're going to do it's like that in every mm-hmm. i used to <laughs> i used to be in churches and other groups and so forth drama and people crap is in yeah. every group and especially yeah. on fet life because we we all know it's yeah, so online, easy to yeah. sit behind your computer and 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 fucking talk about people and say hurtful things that you would never say in public but also that stuff happens in public I've gone through two of them here at Threshold and it was just due to differing personalities people having a hard time dealing with each other and not having the skill set to deal with it maturely so it happens I myself left the scene for two years for this very reason yeah. and so I understand and I remember at the at that at the time thinking this blows. I've been gone for two years. I haven't seen any of my friends. I haven't done anything kinky. And all for what? For nothing. The, I, I got into this to have a good time. So when I read this post, I thought, well, I can totally relate to that. Yeah, I mean, I can sympathize. I have definitely um, had deep thoughts of walking away from the community and from kink. Um, don't go! <laughs> <laughs> well, it just... Bean, it, don't go! You know what, seriously? <laughs> uh, no, it's... Uh, it can be hard though we've all been there where we're like it gets to the point where your passion becomes a cross to bear and you get so wrapped up in all the little shit and you feel obligated to do stuff because you've been friends with this person or whatever and and oh you better play with this person and you know and sometimes you just don't fucking feel it and it it literally takes i will say boogie because there was a time where i really backed off and I'm, i'm starting to come back a little more um also life gets busy um and people get overwhelmed but i think it's it's remembering that sometimes this is also just a phase and working through and getting your mojo back is also important and i think that's what the poster did he got his mojo back <sighs> get oh. your mojo a bit don't <laughs> go nowhere there i <laughs> <laughs> this you know there's there's things I can sympathize there's things I can empathize uh, and then there's there's things where 
talking about the phases that you go through. And yeah, there's a time where you're going to be kinkier and you're not going to be as kinky or you're not going to be as committed to growing in your kink. And maybe you're just going to kind of lay back. And of course, in the kink, we go through that all the time. That's a very normal thing. Like, oh, I'm into spanking and needles and whatever. And then you just get sick of it, you know, and then so you kind of gravitate towards some other types of play or whatever. So that's really normal. But when it talks about this actual leaving kink because of the drama with people, I mean, that for me, that comes down to uh, something I've experienced a lot being in churches and when I used to do the preacher thing and and uh, and other groups and recovery and all those things. And that is not realizing how big your world really is. The number one thing that I have seen crash in in this community, in our local little San Fernando Valley Los Angeles community is the fact that so many people literally forget that we live in a city with 7 million people and their whole world becomes this little crappy 500 person, 1000 person. It's a small town mentality in a huge city. And the time when cliques get together and and you get people say, oh, this and that about God, there's just a million things that people start their drama over. Everyone gets obsessed because they don't realize they're living in a bigger place. And maybe if you live in a small town, well, then obviously you live in a small town. Everyone's up your ass. You really have to deal with every drama that happens in that city because everyone knows everyone's business. But in a bigger city, it's just funny to me that I'm like, People are like so obsessed. No, it has to be this way. And this person is doing something wrong and it's affecting this person. And you're like, dude, I can walk across the street to the gas station and make a new friend right now. I can ask the person at the counter, how's your day? What's going? You know, there's just there's people everywhere. You don't have to be so small minded that your world's going to crash if two people hate each other in front of you. Well, and also, I I will say with this community, at least, we are narcissists. So we assume all of our drama is going to affect everybody else. Right. And it's not. No, I literally had to tell a friend of mine, because um, she was asking, like, hey, what about, uh, has anything happened at the dungeon? You know, this drama went down. Has there been any backlash? And I'm like, no one gives a fuck. No one cares. <laughs> no one knows. No one really cares. Everyone's there to fucking spank asses and whatever. And she's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, hun. Like, it, it, the, the dungeon will be there in yeah, the morning. 33 years Threshold's been around. They've dealt with all sorts of drama. And it's just, it's just petty. And you just let petty people be petty. And that comes my personal responsibility is to not jump in the petty. One of the things that uh, at Threshold and Leadership, we pound each other <laughs> because people... Uh, <laughs> Check out Bane. Bane, sick as a dog, still a 12-year-old pervert. So we, we um, re-assert uh, constantly to each other that when people start bitching online, please... Don't get involved. Mm. Don't jump into the drama when people start typing, so-and-so said this, and so-and-so did this, and I hate this. And Because I've seen, and Kathy has seen, when the leadership has jumped on board to that gossip, 
mm-hmm. and it just turns into junior high school. And if people, and coming back to the original poster, when the fun leaves, then you leave. Mm-hmm. Because who the fuck wants to be here if you're not having fun? I came here to have fun. I came here to get away from the normal responsibilities of day-to-day life and taxes and and schools and and all that stuff. This is where we come to kind of let go and enjoy our exploration. And when that fun leaves because you're getting the same petty shit that you can get at your day job, then why would you stay here? The key is to not get involved in other people's shit. If you can absolutely avoid it, which you can just by saying that's your bullshit. If someone's not being raped, then I don't really give a shit. If there's not a crime being committed or a real assault that somebody has some sort of evidence for, I can't do anything about it. Hearsay, I just don't follow the hearsay anymore. Easier said than done. I've seen you and I, and I've seen you do it a lot better than I do. Um, be able to let things go because you and I both serve on the board here at Threshold and you can't avoid that stuff. You have to deal with Yeah, you with, have to deal with, with it, but you, don't have don't to, work. but you don't have to get sucked in to the yimby yibbit. Yeah, uh. you, uh, I will also say on a on a side note to that, um, every time you do, when it's someone, like okay, when it's your passion, like mine was DMing, mm-hmm. you know, debates between you and I got pretty fucking heated. Sure. It's hard to back down when someone you care about and is now in a debate we just have to remember to put it aside and you know it's not being able to make sure that we remember that the play is the fun part well i mean debates are are just part of nature and we can debate we you and i have had incredibly spirited debates (laughs) we've never got okay you you you've told me fuck you more than any human ever in my life Uh, except my mom (laughs) god Uh, rest her soul cunt uh, um but i think i'm not talking about avoiding debates where you're discussing issues and people have passions i'm talking about the petty drama where he said she said and gossip Mm -hmm. and people are getting and we all fall into the gossip thing but i'm just saying the more you take a stand to yourself to say i'm going to do my i'm not talking like i'm some self-righteous person that doesn't get pissed off at people or whatever but the more that i get away from the gossip the more that i don't engage in the drama i find that the less it affects me and the more I can then focus on why I'm here, which is to have fun. Mm-hmm. You're a better person than I am because I, f- I get dragged in and I find myself. So it's work. I'm just saying it's work. Sure. I mean, last night I had an hour long conversation with a friend and he tried to talk me down from some personal drama that I was having. And it it's, takes tremendous effort, tremendous effort on my part to pull away from it, to not let it bother me to focus elsewhere it's it's not i don't it doesn't come as easily to me yet as it does to you but i'm working on it i am here but you know what you came back because it's fun it's fun and i get to spank people this weekend i think that's really the key that is the key when you stop playing especially for a volunteer Mm. and i've been telling this be long before i ever got in leadership i told it if you stop playing you'll be gone you will be bitter and passive aggressive within a very short amount of months i've seen so many leaders because you're here volunteering and you're doing all this work and people are just taking it for granted and just kind of just going along and 
and you're not playing yourself, but they're all playing, you get passive aggressive real quick. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I wish it could be. I wish we could make a law that, that there could be a number of bottoms at least once or once every other month. You have to have a good play scene, otherwise you can't be in leadership. I remember when we. Uh, li- a year ago, you said, hey, let's run for the board, Kevy. <laughs> <laughs> and you and I made a pact. We were going to watch each other and make sure that we didn't volunteer so much that we, we forgot to have fun. Yeah. So I still see you having fun. I have I'm, fun. I'm having fun. I have fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That's fine. I guess so. Time for a really bad, dirty joke. It might suck. Yeah. Hey, look! You guys um, thought I wasn't going to do it. Um, hey, Miss Curious sent a bunch of bad jokes, and our Perverted Podcast listeners need to send in more jokes because we are running out. You guys ready for a really bad joke? Um, All right. What do you call the useless piece of skin on the penis? Wait, I know this one. The man! That was the best canned laughter you have ever, 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 ever had. Be supportive. If you're gonna be naughty, you've gotta protect your bits. Learn some medical tips on kinky health with the bits. What evils would do harm to your dude's sausage or femme taco? Femme taco! How do you protect yourself from germs in your kinky play space? Bad germs! Bad! Bad! (laughs) These questions and more by our nurse, (laughs) Nurse Bane, that loves to hurt, Coffee Pants. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin! (laughs) Kevin! Hi, guys. (laughs) Today we're going to talk about a, well. It's difficult. It's an annoying one. Um, It is the HPV, the human papillomavirus. No. No. Why would you do that? I was cheering for HPV because it just sounds like a happy. (laughs) HPV. (laughs) Cheering for HPV. It's like running for (laughs) (laughs) HPV. So. HPV is the is like the non-committal termite colony of the STD world. <laughs> Every fucking time. Because <laughs> they eat your house of genitalia. <laughs> oh, God. No, but they're non-committal because sometimes they just go away. Oh, oh. Yeah. So it's a good so basically HPV is the most common like the most common sexually transmitted infection flat out if you have been sexually active more than likely you have had it and there's over a hundred different types that's the part that freaks me out well it's also the ones that are really the assholes are normally uh, HPV 6, 11, 16 and 18 those are the ones that are going to cause they your have a number they don't give them names no they don't because there's over a hundred of them can we call one of them Boogie? Maybe. <laughs> yes, that was a really bad joke. What do you want? Squirrels. Ouch. Um, it is, the thing is, that you can have it without having any signs or symptoms. Most people don't know they've had it until they either develop genital warts or cervical or cancerous changes. Um, by the way, the HPV that causes warts does not cause uh, cancer. So there's the bad ones that cause cancer. Yep. 6, 11, 16, 18. 
But for the most part, HPV clears up on its own. It really, it, your body, if your body is normal and has uh, correct antibodies and so forth, if, if your body can defend itself, it kicks the, the virus. Yes, Boogie. So I have hand raised. <laughs> you did. So it kicks the virus, but does that mean that you won't test positive for antibodies? I mean, they don't really test for. Oh, that's the other fun thing. So it does HPV. always stay. No, it, it disappears completely. Okay, so uh, so it's it's a temp. It's like a, a, another thing that can be either cured. It's non-curable, but your well, body can get rid of it. Okay. You can't when it when they say curable, that means outside forces can do something to get rid of it. Your body can get rid of it itself. Right. I'm a little confused. But only certain types. No. Right. It can get rid of all of them, but some of them can actually. Okay, go so on. your body can get rid of the HPV, but the HPV can do damage while it's here. It can cause genital warts. Right. And in some cases, cancer. And it's cancer not just of the cervix, but that's the one of the more common. It also can be in your throat. Oh, uh, oh, 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 oh. And yes, Boogie. Oh, oh, oh. So. If you have a genital wart and say it's been there for a long time, like I had one that was there literally for like, I didn't really realize it was a wart. I was just like, I don't know what that is. Um, and they said, yeah, it's a wart. And they froze it off and it was it. So after a certain amount of time, is it no longer? Are you no longer a carrier? Correct. Yeah. Okay. okay so, so, it, But it leaves. So the wart is the after effect. The wart isn't like filled with HPV. Yay. Okay. Uh, no, no I, I think you still have it when you, if you're developing warts, that means it's active in your system. No, if you're, deve okay, so you developed it, but if it was just there for a long time. I'm not sure. Oh. So confused. Paige in the, in the chat room said that it's not what causes herpes. No. Is that true? Yeah. Okay, so I'm confused. What's okay. the difference? Hold on. HPV stands for human papillomavirus. The herpes simplex virus, or HSV are two very different things. But both can cause warts? No. Herpes only causes lesions. Lesions, oh. skin irritations. But they're both contagious. Correct. Yeah. And you can get them just from touching skin. Well, sexual in interactions, normally. You have to sexy yeah. touch. What if I'm playing with someone's pussy during a play party and they have it? Can I'm only touching hands there. Okay. Can where, I get it? Where are you planning on putting your hands after? Well, I never touch anything. I basically <laughs> walk down the dungeon with my arms up and I is wash there, my hands and then I use antibacterial. As long as you're not rubbing it on your bits, your mouth, your eyes, whatever, you're fine. You have to remember. Wait, wait a minute. Can you get finger herpes? You can get finger herpes, but that is normally if you have a broken oh, skin. Right, right, right. Remember, your skin is your armor. Right. So I should use gloves, period. You really should. Okay. I'm going to use gloves from now on because <laughs> I'm freaking me the fuck out. Yeah. I'm not lying. Um, the thing that is difficult with HPV is there are so many different types. You don't, and there is really no good testing. The only time people really know that they are, they currently have it is if they develop a symptom. The other thing is you can have, you don't know which people are going to develop the cancer symptoms. They, they don't know. It's kind of a crapshoot. It's, it's a genetic crapshoot and you could have it. You could have one of the nasty buggers. That's, I mean, shoot, I've had HPV. I've had it multiple times. I've had it once with the where I developed warts and when I was much younger and got them frozen off, no problems, cleared up, whatever. Then down the road, I ended up with uh, having abnormal pap smears. And that took a couple of years of having negative abnormal pap smears for me to actually be considered that it was done. So I've had both. And trust me, they're scary as shit. But... If someone's not willing to play with you because of something like this, and especially if you're honest, 
the average person at this point, because HPV is so fucking common, most doctors will even say, hey, we can't even test for it. You just assume everyone has it. Okay, but what if you have the scary one that can cause cancer? Well, and that's still as contagious. It, you, but you, the thing is, maybe your body's going to kick it. You don't even know if the scary one is going to cause changes. That's the thing. You may have it, but... And you, the, the changes don't mean cancer. The changes mean the changes that give you, your body, uh, the ability to get cancer. What? No. Wait, no. No. What? So you're, <laughs> wait, you're waiting. Hang on a second. I'm getting no. confused. No. So you're talking about... Uh, a virus. Correct. Okay. So a cancer cell is uh, is basically like a rogue cell. Well, it's your cell that is gone. So haywire. at what point does the virus convince the cell to then be rogue? Once you basically have abnormal cells is when you consider, like, there's no way to tell when it's going to go cancerous on you. Right. It's like any other cell. It's like it's like smoking for 20 years, quitting, and then down the road developing lung cancer. It can happen. Right. You can have you can you, people can have HPV and not know it. They could never have signs or symptoms, or someone could have an outbreak or a uh, develop a change like either genital warts or or like a normally it's very common with pap smears. They get changes um, two or three years down the road, so you don't even know where you got it from. So the way to prevent this. There we go. That's let's what go I that route. Yes. I just want everyone to understand that HPV, it's really, I, this is going to sound awful coming from a nurse, but it's really not as big a deal as it could be. Even the scary ones. Even the scary ones. Because to be perfectly honest, there is no real, short of being celibate. No. No. Boogie says no to no. that. Short of being celibate, there is... If you are sexually active, it's like it's like any any of your sex ed teachers will tell you. If you are having sex, that is giving you the opportunity to develop a STI. You look at the the balance. Is it worth the balance? I go back to the I like orgasms. <laughs> so for me, it's worth it to pre- help prevent and cut down your risk. You do your safer sex practices, which are going to be your condoms, your gloves, your dental dams. Um, saran wrap saran wrap it's the same thing as a dental dam um also parents (laughs) unfortunately it's too late for the majority of us but get your kids vaccinated they have vaccines they can can vaccinate now for that and the average age is between 11 and 12 for both boys and girls so that blows we're screwed we're screwed but um but learn from us (laughs) <laughs> from us I was gonna say I'm all March you got vaccinated right Woo! Uh, you suck no she's d- d- it's a good thing yeah good for her <laughs> oh I'm bitter, <laughs> I'm bitter. Oh. you're just a bitter oh. old bitch ain't I, you I'm a bitter old bitch but I will say like because I wanted to give some of the um, statistics like HPV about 79 million Americans are currently infected about 14 a million are newly infected. As far as genital warts, three uh, 360,000 people in the U.S. get them. And the scary one is 11,000 women in the United States get cervical cancer each year. Caveat to that. Motherfuckers, go get screened. Go get your fucking pap smears. Go fucking take care of your... Because this... I'm putting the papers down. We have hit my soapbox. 
<laughs> Preach it. Ladies, know your junk. Don't be scared of it. If there is something that is off, any smell, any any weird bump, any whatever, go get it checked out. You should not be scared of your doctor. Go get your, you know, go get your pap smears. Go get your yearly exams. And now they bump it if there's no problems every three years. But go get annually tested. These are all things that are preventative. You go and see. A lot of these conditions, even if it's the cancer is things, if caught early, are incredibly treatable. And it all takes you getting past being scared. Know your body. Be your own advocate. Go out there and save your fucking hoo-ha. So, that being said, HPV, not the end of the world. Safer sex practices, anyone who doesn't want to play with someone because they potentially have it is a fucking asshat. <laughs> so, I mean, seriously. Wow, that's quite a lot of information you just gave us. I am honestly stunned. I didn't know that it was that prevalent, it's a, it's, that there's that many kinds, that there's... And, to be, and the sad thing is, there's only one really good test, and there's no way to tell someone of their... HPV status like you have you know your herpes status or your HIV status or whatever there is no way to tell because the only um, uh, reliable test is for women over the age of 30 huh yeah go figure interesting and there's no test for throat or esophagus so yeah Wow. so do what you can Keep yourself healthy. I love my body. Seriously, look. I love love your vagina. (laughs) I love your vagina, Kathy, fucking just smiling in the wind. I'm sure when you lay on your side, it just kind of grins at you. It's like, my vagina's in the wind? I get... (laughs) Um, But no, like, seriously. sun rays bouncing off it. And and I know I I got on my high horse and my my soapbox, but that that is a passion project for me. You know, if you guys don't have the funding to do it go to Planned Parenthood they have a great you know ability for free testing and free clinics we have a great clinic here in North Hollywood that will do I went to exactly they will do your pap smears they'll do your breast exams they'll do your STI testing please guys it is your responsibility to take care of yourselves if you can so please there every every city pretty much every large city has free clinics and Planned Parenthood that that's one of my my pet projects so I'm like come on guys in America, yes. yes. And if you're in some uh, in in the other countries that listen to perverted podcasts, I'm sure uh, most of those have some. At least the UK, I know. Does. At least the UK. The UK is pretty. They they got it pretty covered. That was a great presentation. May I just say, bravo, oh, bravo. bravo. That was you know, I'm sorry. As I just waited till she was done. As she's been wearing her surgical mask, it's been adhering more and more to her face. And that whole like last soapbox spiel, I was just looking at her lips with like kind of this doll-like perversion. And I'm like, I wonder if I just rub my cock across that and just... uh, I just thought it looked sexy. You know, just you want to... Oh, look at... That's a good girl, aren't you? Aren't you? Like There's a- always a kink you don't know about yet. So let's learn one now on Fetish Roulette. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Sexy dollification. Is that what we're doing tomorrow? No. <laughs> Fetish Roulette. Picked one last week. Who picked? Was Unger. that Unger? Unger. Unger picked. Arnold. Well, let me ask you some questions to see if you can figure out what the philia is. Penis. 
When the menorah is being lit, does it tingle your clit? Ooh. Yeah? Uh. <laughs> does your ass have a need for rosary beads? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> when holy water drizzles, does it make you hard? Faux shizzles. Oh, oh no. wow. That one. Then you might be a hierophiliac. Hiero. Oh. Hiero. It could be pronounced yeah, so I many ways. Faux shizzle. <laughs> yes, 1996. Hierophilia refers to sexual urges, preferences, <laughs> and urges. or fantasies involving sacred or religious objects. Like fucking people with crucifix? Like crucifixes, attachment to rosary beads, any artifact that is used in any religion, scripture. <laughs> Poltergeist. Pol- <laughs> <laughs> ghost worship, whatever. Right. A lot of uh, A lot of this is uh, Catholicism because there's so many different things. The communion chalice and statues and saints' feet and, you know, different... <laughs> Different different types of things like that. That is uh, very common for people to uh, develop sexual feelings for. Not a lot of information. Nothing in the DSM. There was just a lot of reference. There wasn't even a Wikipedia on this. Um, hmm. But obviously, it's something that people are familiar with. None play. You know, a lot of you do a lot of blasphemy blasphemy play. type play. Um, we do that. Well, I'll talk about that so you don't get me murdered. Um, <laughs> ha- well, I'll just talk about that now. Um, I incorporate, uh, I'm going to ask you guys if you ever do that kind of play, but the type of play I do, obviously, you know, going from Christian preacher and that whole transition uh, to, uh, you know, uh, where I am now as an atheist activist, um, there was a lot of catharsis that needed to happen. So in kink, we're not therapy necessarily, but a lot of things we do can be therapeutic. So sometimes doing a type of role play where someone dresses as a nun and a and a pastor preacher priest or the pope or something like that or you know using those artifacts religious artifacts in kink and kind of violate them in a dirty way or make people say prayers in a in a blasphemous way is actually very therapeutic in people getting through that control that religious programming that they have in their mind. So it's actually a very therapeutic type of uh, placing that you have when you do that type of play. And I've had people go from anywhere from haha laughing, you know, uh, the religious play, whatever, but people that have left the religion or have been really religiously oppressed in their childhood and that is very freeing for them to see that there's no lightning bolts that are going to crash or, or whatever. So it's actually been really cathartic for a lot of people I've played with. Hmm. Have you guys ever done any type of play like that? Never done any play. I've had fantasies. I've, I've played with you like that. Nice. I dressed mm. up as a nun. That that was in fact... Uh, and you stuck a Jesus fish sticker on my forehead. Yes. Jesus Interesting. Fish yeah. Wow. Well, I mean... Uh, like nuns and priests have been fetishized for years. I mean, I know in the UK they do like tarts and vicars parties and we have the slutty Catholic schoolgirls, and we have a lot of, uh, I mean, Madonna back in the nineties did her whole like a prayer thing and got a lot of, yeah, flat- a lot of people pissed <laughs> off. She was rubbing yeah, some statues. She was rubbing on some statues. And, um, I mean, it, it's, 
I could see the ideology going behind it. And especially if it's something where it's a repetitive, like the prayer becomes a thing and it's almost like a chant. And at some point. Next thing you know, you're (laughs) masturbating. Next thing you know, you're all, Frank's really into taking communion. (laughs) He's been praying a lot. He's been licking Christ's feet for like 45 minutes. Well, I don't know. You look at the stuff we have. (laughs) Just the look of Kathy's face. <laughs> Grossed out. <laughs> she's all, like, mid, mid-yaw, she's all, Ugh. Very, very, <laughs> Shelly's very spiritual with that. What is that? Is that insider? <laughs> well, I mean, you also look at the stuff that we do here at Kink. We have people kneel, and we have them assume positions that are also associated with prayer. I mean, we've had, we use, we use a lot of um, ritualistic ideology with uh, you know what we do with kink so i couldn't see it being that far of a far of a swing doesn't um, interest me at all i remember when i was younger i I had left a catholic school went into a public high school for the first time but i still had fantasies of Mm. having sex with priests and nuns and that confessional no 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 just being called into someone's office and was there a ruler involved? Oh, there was a ruler, all right. <laughs> mm. But you know, those died away quickly. I haven't had anything. That, none of that stuff really uh, has any sexual attraction for me. But I can totally see what you're saying—the whole ritual aspect of it, and the with the only thing that uh, um, attracts me is just the naughty of it. Mm. Right. Some religious see, they, leader just all. <laughs> see, they should just all go pagan because you go far back. You're you're allowed to fuck in those religions. <laughs> and look, we're only talking about Catholicism. We're not talking well, about I mean, any I of the others right now. I think right it's now. monotheism is kind of what... Sure. I mean, there's oh. there's there's so many religions and they all have mm-hmm. artifacts. Of course, some of those artifacts, you know, a lot of people will just kill you for touching. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I would have liked to avoid that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> if you're in a place that doesn't have a lot of, uh, a lot of freedom and religious freedom, then uh, mm-hmm. we would not encourage you to partake of any uh, and we would imp- hero affiliate. And, and, and just to say this... Even though uh, I'm very happy to be at my level uh, of rational thought and science and away from the religious aspect, um, and even though I do do these types of play, um, I do them in certain environments, and I don't, I'm not as angry anymore, so I don't wipe my uh, lack of religion in religious people's faces as much anymore. I'm not saying I won't debate and I won't stand up for science and rational thought, but I'm a lot less angry about uh, about how I approach people who do have religious views because, you know, in, in the long run, if you're happy, then, you know, fuck it. Well, maybe they're very, 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 very devout and they just really love the cross. <laughs> really love Really love it. Like what's her Linda Blair in The Exorcist? Exactly. Yeah, she really that, that loved was that crucifix. She was... did. Didn't she fuck herself with a crucifix? Yeah, yes. she fucked yeah. herself. Yeah, with yeah. The... yeah, that was that was uh... actually kind of a hot scene. I love the hand. I know. I, I do. Very... <laughs> 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 and then she just came. Christ, Christ, <laughs> Christ, be with you. He's hung like this. Christ compelled you. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, and that is our show. <laughs> Thank you, Threshold, for providing a perverted playground. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to all of our guests, to Mark, and to everybody in the chat room, and to Boogie, and to Abyss, and to myself. 
If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, my sexy little herophilia positive. Keep chewing, Bane. Oh, look, now she's working the microphone. She's like a sock puppet. You know, we're going to be back next week talking about this, giving you an opportunity to uh, hang out with some perverts. And uh, please, please do reach out and uh, be a part of the show, the people in the chat room. It's really exciting to have you guys there. And it makes the show more interactive. It really is your show, just like it's our show, especially since no one's really paying us. Go, Bane. Yeah, chew. I just want to put the tip of my dick right there. Oh. Until the next time, enjoy being your damn kinky self, and uh, we're out of here. <laughs> Don't die, Abyss. <laughs> I just choked on my mask. <laughs> Bane! <laughs> Do you, know you she's, want to touch Batman's penis? She's doing this for you, you know. She wants to touch my bat penis. <laughs> I am the knight. <laughs> <laughs>